from the historic river market in downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the crystal blue waters of the Missouri River, it's Two Douchebags and a Microphone Podcast. The apocalypse just happened. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. But we can tell you what you can eat. Hi all, this is Mark here. I'm usually the one telling you what to eat during an apocalypse. Well, this time I decided to go the other way. You ever consider just going to ground zero and saying, fuck it? Do you really want to be the guy running around looking for radioactive deer, guessing whether water is not contaminated or not, no food, no shelter, no nothing? Oh no, there's a strong argument that says, you know what? Let's just go to ground zero and see what's for us after. Just a thought. And now, Deep Thoughts with Mark. So let me see. Let's say I was offended by people being offended. Then would people being offended all the time would have to not be offended around me because I was offended by them being offended? Hmm. I may never know. It's time for the Daily Douchebag Pledge. Two douchebags and a microphone pledge. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to download every show. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to grab family members' phones and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, hereby promise to go to public computers and download the show from there. I, Joe, or Jane Listener, Hereby promise to laugh at all the unfunny jokes. I, Joe or Jane Listener, hereby promise to lie to all my friends and tell them how good the show is. And finally, I, Joe or Jane Listener, promise to visit Montrose, Missouri to take advantage of the power plant, campgrounds, and junkyard all within its quarter-mile radius. Swimming in toxic masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags and a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two, one. everybody this is two douchebags and a microphone i'm mark and i'm rob well as most people know we originate here in kansas city and also from camdenton missouri where rob lives uh, but the, this program but is born cons- raised kansas city. yeah this program is considered kansas city because that is where it is sent to you at and all that so we are obviously chiefs fans and the chiefs uh are, did very well uh, we're very happy with what they did to Miami. Dismantled them, only let them score one touchdown. Didn't didn't let Tyreek Hill go off on us like he was promising and all that. Um, uh, we handled business the way we should have. And uh, he never did. Yeah, was it twenty six to seven? Never pull, and once he gets there, he don't do it. But, yeah, the thing is, is I mean, um, like I said, like Jamar Chase. 
fear. Yeah. Fear makes yeah. you act out like that. Yeah. If you're, you can be, I, I like the silent knowing. People, they're like, you know what? I don't have to say anything. Like, I used to love what Marcus Allen said was, uh, I don't celebrate. Act like you've been there before. Yeah. He go to the end zone and, and hand uh, the ball off to the official also, and walk off. I was just going to add, also, Tyree Kill knows Kansas City. Yes, what it is. You know what I mean? We already, we already talked about this, and I'm certain this is yeah, what happened. Yeah, we have. He stepped on his dick like Chris Jones is getting ready to do. Yeah, he is. Chris Jones, in my opinion, is a cancer to the Kansas City Chiefs. I told you, you know, he held us for hostage the first of the year. Then he was making yeah. remarks about how much money Mahomes makes. You don't do that. That's bullshit. I don't go up to people working. Go, you they make got a one point two five million dollar bonus and buys everybody rollers. Yes, and the only reason he did is because that point, because Coach Reed let him stay in three fucking quarters, and he shouldn't have even been there in one quarter. The guy couldn't even get it done in that right. amount of time. He's yeah, he's overrated, very overrated. The guy we need is Lajarius Sneed. They need to sign Sneed, let Chris Jones go off somewhere because I'm certain he's a cancer, and I'm going to prove it here in a minute again. I mean, uh, he, at first, you know, he held us for hostage at first of the year. We couldn't get another receiver yeah. because uh, Travis Kelsey had to restructure his contract to make Chris Jones's ass happy. Okay, so finally he holds out one game. And hey, 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 now think about this. Yeah. I didn't think about that till now. Yeah. That might be why Kelsey's been a little pissy this year. It could be. If you think but about it. I don't okay, Rob, here's why I don't subscribe to that. Kelsey took himself okay. he took himself out of the last game. He is yeah. not a me guy. He's an yeah. us guy. Well, He's into rings. He did it for the team. He wanted yes. to get through the playoffs. Chris he Jones wasn't worried that. about the team. Chris Jones is worried about the back of the jersey, not the front of the jersey. He's worried about right. himself. And I'm I'm not saying not be worried about yourself. We all have to be worried about ourselves, right? We all have to be right. worried to make sure we do the best we can in life. But there comes a point to it where it's detrimental to the people around you. And that's why you don't do it. That's detrimental to you winning another Super Bowl. It's detrimental to all these other people that are taking pay cuts to stay. Okay? So, and here, like we started off saying, right, Rob? Remember, we went over the, uh, a few podcasts ago, we went over his remarks about Mahomes' money, right? They, yeah, you yeah, know, they asked yeah. him and, uh, and you know, hey, uh, well, if you get that bonus or whatever, or no, they asked him about Mahomes buying the uh, golf carts for uh, his offensive line, and he rolled his eyes and goes, well, I don't make Mahomes' kind of money. No, 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 no. That's taboo. So he goes and buys Rolexes. Well, yeah, yeah. He Who's ended up, he ended up uh, actually imitating Mahomes doing that, but he kind of, he kind of criticized Mahomes and the Chiefs inadvertently without really doing it. Do you agree? I don't yes. go around. Yes, I don't go. Did. I don't go around work, right? I don't go around work. And go. Yeah, that guy right there. He makes. Uh, I, I don't know. One hundred fifty thousand. That guy right there. He makes one hundred eighty thousand. That you know. That is something you don't do. You don't comment or worry about other people's money, right? No, you worry about yourself. You worry about yourself, and any comment towards anybody else's money is not right. 
it is looked at and frowned upon in every aspect of our society. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's considered that's not true, minding your own true. business. That's considered being a troublemaker when you start doing that. Okay. But that was only one of the things. Okay. So number one, Chris Jones holds the Chiefs hostage. They have to restructure Travis Kelsey and a couple of contracts just to get him in. He held out the first game. Remember. And, and yeah. we lost that game to Detroit. And we might have won it if there was a little bit more pressure on him. But um, actually, everyone kept uh, dropping the balls. Otherwise, we would have won it. But okay. So we couldn't get another top-notch receiver because uh, uh, Chris Jones is like over there pouting like a baby, in my opinion. And uh, I didn't appreciate that. So, and I'm sure there's other people that didn't appreciate it either, but they won't say that on the team because they are team people, not me, 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 I, I, I people. Okay, then number two, he commented on Mahomes' money. So, obviously, he's keeping track, right? Yeah. He's, he's got a little dial in the back of his head. Well, Mahomes just got this. Okay, number one, Chris Jones is not a Mahomes. He is not a generational yeah. player. He's not a guy that can take the team on his back and win the game solely with his will, like Mahomes does. Like, like you said. Yes. Not Kelsey's even replaceable. Yes. All the of them. Two that are not replaceable is Mahomes and Andy Reid. Absolutely, Rob. Absolutely. Yes. Those and two I'm people. I'm starting to thank Eric Benemy. Benemy, um. Well, okay, hey, uh, we'll get to that here in a minute, okay? Let me finish this point, all right, all and, right, and we'll right. get to that. I think that Matt Nagy can be bypassed, and I think he has been bypassed, okay? I think Mahomes did, but I'll get to that here in a minute. I'll give an example yeah. why, I, why I think that. Okay, now, this is the third straw against Chris Jones. Chris Jones was uh, talking to the media after the game, and he found out through the media that he only got a half a sack because George Karloftis, who I think is better than him now, yeah. got the half a sack. And he went on a tirade. They're always giving him part of my sacks. That was me. That was I. I should have got it. I'm getting tired of this shit. What kind of a it's person? All about you, exactly. He should have been like, you know what? George is a great fucking player, and I'm glad that he got that half a sack. Why is he so worried about that sack, right? He's only worried about himself. If I was Carl Loftus, I'd go over there and go, you know, hey, Chris, keep my fucking name out of your mouth. But Carl Loftus won't do it. You know why? Because he's a team player. You know who's going to be yeah, on this team he, next yeah. year? Carl Loftus. You know who's not going to yeah. be on this team next year? Chris Jones. Chris Jones can go to Miami. Uh, he can go join Tyreek and step on his dick like Tyreek did. Because I'm getting tired of Chris Jones' shit. I, I have three words for Chris Jones. Exit stage left. <laughs> and I got three words. No, four words. Grow the fuck up. Quit being That's a little baby words. in the corner oh. telling about what uh, what everyone else got for Christmas. Now, it, it's bullshit. And I'm tired of it. So, um, anyhow... Uh, since we're talking about the NFL, um, the Cowboys, yeah, <laughs> the Chiefs went through in flying colors like we thought they would, but we did have some doubt because they have had some patchy, uh, they've had had some bad play, but they seem to have gotten it together. The only thing I didn't like was too many field goals, but some of that was because of uh, uh, Jawan Taylor and uh, 
getting a uh, getting a touchdown called back because he was offsides. Remind you of anything? Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of, of virtually every game we've been on. Uh, a score has been called back because of Jawan Taylor. Uh, they're going to have to correct that in the off season, and they're going to have to win despite him. Um, okay, so um, the uh, the Cowboys they lost <laughs> once again. Dak Prescott he threw two interceptions, screwed himself over. He just can't do the big game. He can't do the big game, right, Rob? Right. Every time he goes to do the big game, he fucks it up. He is not a clutch player. He is the opposite of Patrick Mahomes. He can put up all these stats and look great, like Mahomes does, but when it comes down to it, he can't win the big game. He never has been. He's no better than a glorified Tony Romo. Tony Romo did the same thing in Dallas, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Put up great stats. Never won crap. That's because to win, you got to have that in you. You have to have that in you. That want to is what my coach used to call it in high school. They go, hey, Wallace. Yeah. I didn't see a lot of want to in that tackle. What do you mean? He goes, you either want to or you don't, right? Okay. He goes, next time you get out there, I want to see some want to. I don't want to see that looking at the fucking stands. I don't want to see you looking off over the other way. He said, if you don't have any want to, then get the fuck off this field. So, I developed more want to because I wanted to be on that field. He was a great coach. I, I won't say his name because I don't know if he wants to be you know, a part of a, a podcast called Two Douchebags and Microphone. So, yeah, anyhow, well, well, people, my, people know. Greg Williams, so. Nasty Greg Williams. Yeah, the guy that got in trouble. Um, yeah, for dirty Greg Williams. Yeah. 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 Hey, you're not the only person who told me that he was a dick. I know, I know. <laughs> we, we went over this. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so the Cowboys shit the bed. for all those out in Douchebag land, go back and listen. Uh, yeah, yeah. And if you haven't listened before, you're a bad person and we have nothing to say to you. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. We screwed up already, Rob. Hi, Opal. Yeah, Grandma Opal. Grandma Opal, hey, we love you. How you doing, darling? Yeah, hey, I hope you enjoy the Chiefs talk. I understand you're a big Chiefs fan. Oh, see, I did not know that. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. No, he sent another email. He said that she oh. has she's hard of hearing, so she's not going to get on the program with us. But he said he might call in one time. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But he, he said that Grandma up. He's more than welcome. Yes. Grandma Opal still loves us. She's not a Ruth Ann. Ruth Ann dumped you, Rob. I'm sorry. Ruth Ann yeah, dumped you because she time. didn't like she didn't like me. She's willing to hurt you. (laughs) She uh, she's willing to hurt you to get to me. That's disgusting, Rob. I'm sorry. Do you need a hug? You know I'll take a hug from you anytime. All right. Okay. I'm sorry if I accidentally rub any parts on you. I believe in giving a really big hug. All right. Yeah. I'm used to it. Yeah. Yeah. No homo. Right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, speaking of no homo, 
and you know that's been a uh, that's not derogatory everyone used to say that all the time oh man i want to give you a kiss no homo yeah i mean it, it's just it's right. it's funny so anyhow and if anyone's offended by it i apologize but that's way we grew you know anyhow that was back in the day yes and it was and i've even heard gay people say that so anyhow um dolphin player christian wilkins accused of inappropriate uh, inappropriately touching josh josh allen's junk quarterback for <laughs> buffalo bills first what happened is, is josh allen complained nothing was made of the accusation now someone sent in a video it's emerged of wilkins grabbing allen's tally <laughs> Okay, well, this was before this weekend. Yes, it was. Wilkins has been accused of several other times in college. The problem is proving it. The behavior only seems to happen in dog piles. So, anyhow, well, Mr. Wilkins... Uh Oh, that reminds me of somebody. Who, Biggin? Biggin the ball biter? Yes. (laughs) Well, that only happened in dog piles. Are you sure that ain't Biggin? It, it might be Biggin. I'll have to see. I'll have to look at his profile pic, uh, you know, on NFL.com, and I'll let you know if that was Biggin. I always wonder what happened to him, you know. Biggin was, um, uh, you know what? I'll just do the story well, real quick for people. people's junk in the bottom of the bed. That sounds a lot like Biggin. Okay. Biggin was this big old motherfucker in, uh, in high school. And we put him on the line, the offensive and defensive line, because you couldn't get around the son of a bitch. He was just massive. You'd run into him and bounce off, and he wouldn't even feel it. It would be like a gnat on his leg. He was just a big, corn-fed, fucking, big, fucking goofball. And no one liked him because that motherfucker, whenever you be in a dog pile, okay, let's say they're trying to run the ball and get one yard, you know, big dog pile there, he grew his index finger and his thumb finger out and sharpened them <laughs> To where he would pinch you right up there in the corner where your fucking nutsack almost is and where your inner thigh is. And he would leave fucking bleeding and bruising. And, okay, my coach was like this, and it used to piss us off because he took advantage of it big and new. You did not say anything about someone fouling you. Like, if someone tripped you, if you went to the coach and said, hey, fucking uh, Jones over there tripped, he tripped me, he'd make everyone run gassers. Because you didn't squeal. And uh, so, we'd be like, oh, fuck. You know, hey, so-and-so tripped me. That's how come I didn't get the quarterback. Wallace, you and the whole team are going to run gassers now because we don't put up with snitching. So then everyone's yeah. mad at me, and they fucking kick the shit out of you in the locker room, you know. So you couldn't tell on Yeah, they're trying to get you to work as a team. Yeah, so you couldn't tell on him. So, anyhow, it was uh, September, and it was really hot stretch. It was one of those, you know, summer slamming the door on the way out deals, you know. We always get them in September around here, uh, mid-September. All of a sudden, it gets back up into the 90s. It was really humid, and we're getting ready to play Drexel, Drexel our arch rivals. Okay, so, um, yeah. anyhow, we used to get um, hand-me-down helmets because we had no budget where I went to school. And the hand, hand-me-down helmets were like from... I don't know, Bishop Meage or, I don't know, Notre Dame Design or something like that. The more well-off schools would give us their old equipment so we could play. And these helmets were beat all to hell and it always fly off of our face. Okay, so we had this little running back, Jimmy. He was fucking, he was good. I mean, he could just run circles around Biggin. 
So, anyhow, we're practicing, and Biggin was playing defense, and Jimmy was, like, running on offense. But, um, anyhow, Jimmy uh, was having some sort of a rash or something on his inner thigh, like, I don't know, like maybe jock itch or something. So he could not wear his jock strap, you know. So he's like, all right, I'm going to play, but, man, you know, I can't wear my jock strap. It's digging into that kind of infection I have down there, you know. And so, okay. So next thing I know, okay, Biggin took and, uh, okay, Jimmy, you know, fucking was in the dog pile. And Biggin, instead of using his fingers, fucking bit Jimmy on the inner thigh. Because every now and then, if his helmet popped off, he would bite you on the inner thigh. That's how dirty this guy was. And there's oh, no... I, know. Uh, I, I went to a totally different school and I heard about it. <laughs> no, because they... they you knew about yes, it. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, Drexel knew about him. Archie knew about him. Everybody knew about this guy. Belton. He was the psychopath that played for us. Everyone knew him. So, yeah, and, anyhow... Did. Biggin goes to bite fucking Jimmy in that corner and his fucking nutsack was exposed hanging down a little bit and he fucking bit his nuts. All of a sudden, Jimmy comes fucking jumping up out of the pot. Blood running down his white pants. <clears throat> the coach runs over there, fucking pulls his pants down. He thought he had a jock strap. And he sees his fucking big old gash in his balls. He's like, who the fuck? He didn't say fuck. He said, who the hell did this? What happened here? And uh, anyhow, everyone points to Biggin. Uh, that's your culprit right there. And anyhow, <laughs> Jimmy said, I think he fucking bit me. <laughs> He's like holding his inner thigh and it's bleeding. So he goes off and he, you know, he goes, uh, in their medical team, I forgot what they called him, just medical team come out, you know. He went yeah, in there and, and, yeah. Then anyhow, Biggin got fucking screamed at and kicked off the team for a while <laughs> and all that stuff. And anyhow, so this guy is like, uh, he might even be Biggin. If I take a look at his picture, I'll tell you if this psychopath is biggin' or not. But, yeah, Wilkins um, has been doing this. And uh, anyhow, I just thought I'd go into the uh, um, to the fondler. And anyhow, I, uh, the videos, you can see him, man. He fucking just fucking reaches up there and grab Josh <laughs> Allen's <laughs> How do you like to be Josh Allen? Dude! Dude! <laughs> <laughs> only in the NFL so anyhow I just wanted to get to the uh, the crotch grabber Wilkins of the Miami Dolphins who will not be grabbing any crotches anytime soon because they are now out of it thanks to our and beloved of course Chiefs. we're going to compare him to Biggin yes we are and it might even be him I'll have to look although I think he'd be too old to play now so anyhow let's yeah, take a good point good point yeah I, it, it might be his son. He he had he he taught right. he taught his son how to bite crotches. He trained him right. Yes, he did. Biggin, if you're out there listening, let me know. And uh, to guy in Harrisonville that emailed me, call in. I'm certain I know you because uh, um, just some guy. He wouldn't tell me who he is. He claimed to be Reggie, one of my, you know, one of my names, like, you know, that I come up with on whenever I'm playing yeah. pranks on people and stuff. When I used yeah. to phone scam people when we were teenagers, yeah. I used to go by Reggie. So he goes by yeah. Reggie in Harrisonville, and he started asking me, hey, man, you still uh, play Pac-Man and all that on, you know, the arcade in Harrisonville? And anyhow, I sent him an email back, who are you? He wouldn't tell me. So anyhow, dude, 
Let me know who you are. Call in. Hell yeah. You, you probably have stories we, we don't even we, remember. We you never know. You might even know me. You never know. I he I I think he well, probably knows yeah. us. He probably knows us both because he hung out at the arcade. He knows us both. So anyhow, it was cool. But like he's being coy and he won't let me know who he is because I'm. We'd have to know him. So I mean, how would he know this? All this information, like you know, Fridays and Saturday yeah, nights. Yeah, he evidently must remember you more than me. Well, he's talking about how we used to fucking grab nerds and fucking smack them around a little bit and make them leave. We go in there, remember us long hairs, so we go in there and fucking pull a couple of people and go, oh, you get yeah. out of here, this is cool people only, get the fuck out of here, and we smack him around a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably one of the people we smacked around. <laughs> Uh-oh, now we might be in trouble. Yeah, we might be. But anyhow, he even talked, he, he even went into that. I don't know, he's following, he ain't that pissed. You know what, he's listening, you're right. So, yeah, I was yeah. pretty impressed with that. I was like, well, okay. So, I'm pretty sure we both know him, but he's being coy. So, um, whoever you are, um, we're going to call him uh, Reggie X from Harrisonville. How's that? Reggie X. Reggie X. All right. Come Get forth. Reggie X. Yeah. Right Come on. forth and identify yourself. Anyhow, let's take our first break, Rob. We'll be right back. Okay, now we're coming back to NFL stuff. Sounds good. I smell bacon. No, wait, it's just Mark sweating. Hey, look, I think we found land. Oh my god, I think we're safe. Oh no, it's the island of horrible jokes. What do you call an angry carrot? A steamed veggie. Now, from his underground bunker in Camden, Missouri, a stock full of dried goods, canned food, and a couple of vibrating toys, is Ramblings of a Madman featuring Rob Rad. My mechanic told me I couldn't repair your brakes, so I made you horn louder. Good job. Two douchebags and a microphone says... You ever dream about eating chocolate pudding and wake up with a spoon in your ass? Just asking. Continuing our quest here at Two Douchebags and a Microphone to be constantly funny, once again we offer you strange insults from an alien. Now you always get up on your computer with your headphones still attached. Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than listen to two douchebags in microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. are back. Two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. All right, Rob. We got more NFL stuff. Please, the floor is yours. Yes, I do. 
And this has to do with last night's game being on Peacock. Mmm. I figured I that was going to rear its ugly head. Yesterday. You know, that slippery slope of greed. Ask baseball. Go ahead, Oh, Rob. dude. Okay. This comes off a letterhead, which after I read it, I'll tell you who wrote this. Okay. And this came out on Twitter. Um, that's X. Dude, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Huh? That's yeah, X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now X. Now X. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm being a douche. Well, it is two douchebags. Anyhow, go ahead. Yeah. We gotta be. Yep. <laughs> uh, dear Commissioner Goodell and Mr. Cordella, the NFL playoffs begin tomorrow, and millions of fans are looking forward to kicking back and watching their favorite teams play. It's a tradition as American as apple pie. For decades, NFL playoff games have been widely available on national TV networks so that Americans can conveniently watch the playoffs at no additional cost. Yet this year, you decided to rip off fans by exclusively broadcasting tomorrow's Chiefs versus Dolphins wild card game on Peacock. Okay, so this was Friday. Okay. For the first time ever, fans will be forced to choose between signing up for yet another expensive streaming service or missing out on a major playoff game. It's mm-hmm. a disgrace. Fans already face extravagant prices to watch every game during a regular season. They don't deserve to be squeezed even further by greedy corporations. Yep. The bait and switch, particularly... Okay. A Gregorius for consumer, whatever that word is, for consumers who already pay for NBC as part of their cable package since Peacock is a subsidiary of NBC Universe, mm-hmm. this exclusive deal essentially double charges loyal fans to watch games they thought they already paid for. Enough yes. is enough. The NFL raked in $12 billion in 2022, while NBC Universal made nearly $40 billion. It's time we put power back where it belongs with the fans. Absolutely. The NFL and NBC must take this right. I'm questioning that you offer the game on broadcast television and the exclusive and exploitive streaming deals for good and commit to making games more affordable and accessible to fans to watch throughout the season. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Congress granted the NFL an antitrust exemption in its broadcast deals with the expectation that you wouldn't use it to screw over fans. <laughs> that was clearly a mistake. I look forward to your prompt attention to this request. Sincerely, Patrick K. Ryan, member of Congress. Patrick K. Ryan. Congress Absolutely. gave them this chance. Mm-hmm. And here they are screwing customers over. I got one word for the NFL. And he called them out on it. This is on his letterhead. Actually, I have three words for the NFL. Major League Baseball. Right. You're going down that slope, right. NFL. It, first off, you can't trust the referees for nothing because they seem shady as fuck to me. It, it, if there's ever a game in question, it, it's usually the refs doing something, um, tacking on a foul that really didn't exist. Um, like right. I mean, like Detroit Lions, they they maybe and not. I'm telling tell, tell you what, I did watch that game last night. Uh-huh. DraftKings was all over that son of a bitch. Yes. DraftKings commercials was all over it. They must be the number one advertiser. Forget, like, uh, um, who used to advertise a lot. Um, Taco Bell. um, Yeah. Burger King. Actual places. Yeah. uh, Tide Detergent. You know, all these other ones, uh, Procter & Gamble used to advertise a lot on there and stuff. It's all become DraftKings. And that's because that's where all the money's being made right now. And I wonder why. I think I know why. You don't even see Budweiser anymore. No, Budweiser was a really big one. No, they, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Clydesdales. Every Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy how it's changed. But also, it kind of lets you know the direction the NFL is going, too. The NFL is going for the big money, and they don't care about anything else, in my opinion. That's what it looks like to me. looks to me like yeah, they're well, going to Yeah, well, guess bend. what? People are going to quit spending money on it. Like I said before, and I think you agree with me, after the Patrick Mahomes era is up, and we start becoming bad again, um, and, you know, I don't think that they're going to go like, uh, like Green Bay did from a... Uh, from a uh, Brett Favre to a Aaron Rodgers to a, now a Jordan Love who is emerging as a really good quarterback. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. they had two Hall of Famers in a row. Um, I don't think that the Chiefs are going to do that, but if they do, I'm completely wrong, and I hope they do. But after the Chiefs uh, end this era and Mahomes is no longer playing, I don't see myself giving one, one ounce of shit about football. And that's because of their practices and how they're doing things. Just like baseball. The Royals suck yeah. now, and I and they suck, and so I have no interest in any other games. Where football, if I saw a good game, I would be like, oh, hell yeah, I'm watching this. Earmark it in my head, like, okay, that's 3.30 Sunday. Okay, I, I want to see that game, or I'll DVR it, or whatever. So when I get home. Now, uh, it's getting to where, what's the point? They're going to fuck somebody out of something anyhow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I agree with that, Brian. I, I do, do, too. 
Uh, we salute you, dude. Great job. 100%. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, Rob, you want to switch gears a little bit here? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Did you know that uh, Lake Superior University and a couple other universities uh, banished words in 2023? No, I didn't know. At the end of 2023, they don't want these words being used anymore. They banished them, at least at their colleges. There's like four colleges that went along with this. And anyhow, I will will deliver them to you right now, Rob. Sound cool? All right. Yeah. Hack is number one word that they want banned. The term hack has increasingly become a popular buzzword, frequently utilized to impart an aura or innovation or sophistication of various subjects. Its widespread adoption in multiple contexts, extending beyond its initial technological context, has the potential to lessen its inherent significance. Using it everywhere, even beyond its tech roots, could make it lose its magic. So hacking used to be computer-specific, remember? Yeah. It used to be, someone yeah. hacked into my computer and stole my bank information. Well, now hack means someone like does a job, butchers a job up really bad or something. So, yeah, so I can see how come they banished that name because it, it's not even what it originally was. So the next one... Honestly, I still feel it's fitting. I, I still like the if term you're a hack. hack you're a hack. I love the term hack. Number two, impact. Especially as a verb. Why use this word when we have a perfectly good word that makes more sense? Effect, overusing it not only makes takes away its pizzazz, it also robs other words of their spotlight. Yeah, I guess I could go along with that. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm not so high on that one being banished, but okay. Uh, number three, at the end of the day. I think I can kind of agree with that. Everybody uses it now. Well, at the end of the day, it means, yeah. you know, yeah. and a lot of times I don't have to say that, you know. I, I'm even guilty of it. So, uh, sometimes a word needs to be rebanished, and this is one of them. Many comments note that it is overused and meaningless often employed as a rhetorical device that attempts to encapsulate the complexities of a situation summarily, lacking nuance and depth. Eh. Okay. All right. Yeah. Eh, I, I know. I know. That, uh, and I don't even really agree with hack. I like using the word. But these are words that they think lost their coolness, lost their impact, overused, so, I guess on that point, they are right, right? Number four, Riz. Riz derived from the shortened form of charisma, gained prominence as Oxford's word of the year, and has become a familiar presence in the realm of social media disclosure. The ubiquity of this term prompts contemplation on whether it re- retains its relevance. With language doing the cha-cha of change, we're wondering if this word still rocks the charisma scene or if it's time for a language remix. I don't have much of an opinion on Riz, do you? No, not really. Number five that they want banished is the word slay. More perfectly, 
Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll get to it here in a minute. Yeah. While, while perfectly acceptable in specific contexts, slay has transcended its original meaning in infiltrated situations where its usage no longer aligns with its intended significance. Its trans, transition from a specialized term denoting exceptional accomplishment to a commonplace expression for any achievement prompts scrutiny to its misapplication, particularly the characterization of routine or mundane actions. Now it's sprinkled everywhere from wearing a stylish outfit to tackling the art of parallel parking. I couldn't agree more. I think they hit that okay, right on. I did not know that's where it started. Uh, yeah, it did. I thought it meant to kill somebody. You know what? Yeah. You know what? I think they missed that. It did mean. Yeah, the, the, the back in the Viking day. Yeah. yeah. They kept saying slay people. You know what, Rob? You're right. You know what? The, and, and, and I got confused whether it meant killing somebody or Santa Claus is right, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, Santa Claus, did, yeah. did, have you heard the latest uh, crotchety old Saint Prick? Yes, I did. What did you think? Yes, I did. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. You know me. All right. That poor little hamster didn't deserve that, did he? Oh, hell no, but why not? Yeah, why not? It made little, uh, what's her name? Uh, yeah, all she wanted was world peace. Why did St. Prick do that? Anyhow, number six, iconic. Because his name's St. Prick. You know what? You're right. Full disclosure, his name's St. Prick. Number six, iconic. The one appeared on the list in 2009, so perhaps it's time for another attempt to point out its overuse and lack of meaning in most situations. Despite its initial recognition as a word worthy of distinction, its repeated application in contexts that don't merit such a claim challenges its genuine iconic status. It's like the one-hit wonder playing on loop. I agree. I agree. Everything's iconic. Oh, my God. That, that guy walked the road across the road. It was so iconic. I mean, they, they use it in the most ridiculous situations, so... I think I agree with that one. What do you think? Yeah. People do misuse it a lot. It's words I'm used to using, and now they want to change the crap again. Well, I mean, no one's changing it. Generation. It's only four or five universities that, in air quotations, banished these words. Other people don't give a shit. I bet you know, most people don't even know they got banished. Only people listening to this podcast might know it now. I mean, come on. I, ac- I accidentally that's, found this. That's, a, that's an everyday word. Iconic is an everyday word. You know, um, I accidentally found this, so it's not like it's like mainstream. No, no, I, 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 I believe you. I believe you. Yeah, so this is like four or five universities saying, hey, you can't do that anymore. Like we care. Anyhow, number Actually, seven. They have more money than we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number seven, cringe-worthy. From the comments, the use okay. of this term is cringe-worthy. The irony is served hot, and very term cringe-worthy finds itself under the spotlight. It's like a word caught in its own cringe-worthy moment. Now, as we usher in the new year, it's time to decide if linguistic drama deserves an encore 
or if we should bid cringeworthy audio to make room for fresh, less cringe-inducing expressions in 2024. I don't, I know, I don't agree with that at all. That's a great, great way to describe a disaster, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, Very hey, hey, how was that new band? Oh, it was cringeworthy, dude. And they go, all right, okay, yeah. I, won't, I won't go see, uh, I won't go see the Bootstrap or whatever their name is. All right, thanks. Um, number eight, obsessed. The use of this word for things that are not truly being obsessed over makes it a good candidate for rethinking how we use the word. The casual use of obsessed to describe routine interests or preferences underscores a potential misappropriation of the term, prompting a reconsideration of its application. Should one be obsessed with a new kitchen gadget or a new shade of paint? This year's contributors think not. I think obsessed is still good. It describes something. It's like so. Um, how how's a how's somebody like that new game that that new online game? Oh, he's obsessed with it. That means yeah. that, like he can't put it down, and that's all he thinks about. And I mean, I think it describes really well. Dude, that's been forever. Yeah, I. Like I said, this is four or five universities. Like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> you know. I think they're just trying to change humanity myself. Yeah, I, I, think, my I think they're... My opinion. They're, they're ridiculous, and they overthink everything, and that's it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, they overthink everything, and they have too much time on their hands to come up with this shit, honestly. Number nine, side hustle. The term side hustle has gained widespread use prompting considerations about its impact on how we perceive economic challenges. It may be worth reflecting oh, on whether on. its prevalence inadvertently downplays the genuine reality of the situation. While side hustle adds flair to our language, our contributors feel that the only hustle is the one needed to get to their second job. I don't agree with that one either. Okay, okay, yeah, I'm... It's like... Hey, Rob, are you still doing those signs, those outdoor signs? You're cutting out of old barn material with a plasma cutter? Yeah, I'm doing my side hustle. Yeah, that's your side hustle. It's just like a guy in Nashville when I was working there quite a few years ago. He um, he was a retired metal worker, and, uh, and he was making these giant signs, beautiful signs, with just a plasma cutter, some uh, light sockets, uh, uh, wiring, and a plasma cutter. And it was just beautiful. That would be a side hustle, right? And I think he even said that, oh, this is a good side hustle. So, anyway. Yeah. Um, I know 10. a lot of people that do stuff like that. that I, I do things on the side. Actually, I want to do it, and I mean, not necessarily to make money or anything, but just because it's so cool. You go get these old barn tins off the side of them, and you can layer them. You can, uh, you can uh, tack weld them together. You can make multiple layers. When I was there, um, this guy is at the International Market um, in uh, Nashville. He, I got his card somewhere. Uh, and anyhow, so he he would uh, he would like um, draw this stuff out on the old tin, and he would cut it out with a plasma cutter, and then he would paint some of it. Uh, you know, like he had a uh, he had a just married one that he was doing for a guy. Um, 
and he had a bunch of sayings and stuff. I mean, it was just cool, and it was like, oh, this is my side hustle, you know. I get my pension, plus this is what I make, you know, on my own. So, anyhow. Ten, wait for it. If we're watching the video, then we're already waiting for it, right? While wait for it is trying to be the hype master, let's question if adding an extra sparkle or just stating the obvious. Concluding the 48 of this tradition, bit, eh, you know what? Nah, nah, nah. I've had okay. enough. Okay, uh, yeah. let, let me answer this one. Yeah, go, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll give him that one. Okay. I'll give him that one. Okay. All right. Hey, uh, let's take our next break, and I think you have a little bit more to say, don't you, Rob? Yeah. All righty. We will be right back in, uh, in no time. All right. Now we go to the amazing Mark, the Palm Reader. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mark, the amazing Palm Reader. First in line, please step up. Oh, let's see, young lady. I see a long lifeline. I see success, happiness, love, fortune. I also see a bit index finger. $20, please. When taking a shower, remember to scrub your asshole with soapy water. Because nobody likes a stinky asshole. Hello? 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 You still, you still there? there? You, you were still, still listening. listening. You must, you must be, be really, really fucking bored. bored. And now, a brand new feature. Strange insults from an alien. May you always step in a wet spot after putting on fresh socks. As much fun as an electric can opener to the scrotum, two douchebags in a microphone. Just saw a puppy in half. Hey there, don't worry, I have a clown nose. Oh no! That drunk guy just hit my child! It is okay, I have a clown nose. Clown nose, just put one on and you can do anything. Wanna run for office? Murder people in public? Just grab a clown nose and bam, everyone laughs. Clown noses are sold at keg stores online and pedophile conventions. Grab one today and make magic happen. Two douchebags and a microphone. I'm Mark. And I'm Rob. Rob, like I before mentioned, you got some stuff you want to get to. Yeah, I got something I ran across here. All right, go forth. It's a newly filed Missouri bill. Okay. House Bill 2132 was pre-filed by State Re Representative Ian Mackey, Democrat, on December 28th, oh, and by the way, this is 
in the state of Missouri. Okay, thank you. Yes, state of Missouri. Uh, yesterday, the measure was passed through its first reading in the House of Representatives, and today it was heard for a second time. It will need to be passed through a third reading by the full House before it can be sent to the state Senate. Okay. The proposed law states, notwithstanding any provision of law, the odor of marijuana alone shall not provide a law enforcement officer with probable cause to conduct a warrantless search of a motor vehicle, home, or private property. Amen. Recreational marijuana was legalized in Missouri in 2022 for those 21 and older, with marijuana stores opening February of last year. Oh, and, the, and just... The law allows for the possession of up to three ounces of marijuana. Mm -hmm. The personal cultivation of up to six flowering marijuana plants, six immature marijuana plants, mm -hmm. and six plants under 14 inches of size. Wow. Okay. But yeah, so no, the, what, what caught my eye they can't stop you just for the smell no more. If you're over 21, there is no probable cause no more. Good. When it comes to marijuana. Because... And law enforcement. If they were going to use that to go against people's rights, then that's wrong. They can no more. Good. Other than probable cause. Mm-hmm. You see, I kind of figured like they may do something like that. Like, well, we smell marijuana. We don't care if it's legal or not, but that's going to give us a reason to check your stuff. That's wrong, and I'm glad the guy introduced the bill. Did it pass, or do you know? Ah, uh, well, it went through the second time, and I guess it's going to the state senate. Okay. I haven't heard. It should pass. I mean, this is a Democrat doing it. There's a lot of Republicans. Nothing else. Just going there. If you're under 21, well, they already did. They already do that in it. Well, I mean, what's going to stop them then if they do that? To looking through the logs of a dispensary, getting your name, and putting you on a list. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of Republicans in rural Missouri. Senators. This should go through. Right, yeah. because well, a conservative would not, a conservative would not like this if they're a true conservative. This came from a Democrat. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. If a Democrat did this, then uh, I'm pretty sure the Republicans will be on board. Because, yeah. um, I mean, uh, in my opinion, for what they say they stand for, they should have been the ones to introduce a bill. So, right. but anyhow, that's okay. Um, let's see here. Um, you got something you want to go into?
I got something here. What do you here. want? <laughs> All right. Let's do something a little lighthearted here. This month. We can go into UFOs if you want. Oh, you got some UFO stuff? And aliens. Well, go ahead. Okay, I'm just going to tell about the new Doritos flavors. That's all I'm doing. So, oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. This month, Doritos is adding new Dynamita flavors, I guess is what they call them. Okay, so I'll start that over. This month, Doritos is adding new Dynamita flavors in a new shape to its lineup. Doritos Dynamita, originally launched in late 2023, is a spicy rolled tortilla. Similar to uh, Takis, you know, those, uh, I think they're Hispanic treats, they're called Takis, and they're yeah, like yeah. rolled up, okay. Yeah. The chips have an explosive, do what? What'd you say? I love them. Oh, I do too, they're really good. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, once I finally, like, decided I was going to try them, I was like, man, these aren't bad. The chips have an explosive, fiery flavor, hence the name, Dynamita. And were initially available in just one variety, Chili Limon. A fresh take on Doritos Flamin' Hot Limon chips. Now, Doritos is introducing Flamin' Hot Queso, Smoky Chili Queso, and Tangy Fiery Lime, and Hot Honey Mustard flavors alongside the Chili Limon. And while Flamin' Hot Queso and Chili Limon are still rolled tortilla chips, the other three flavors will come out in a new corn stick form. So they're not, they're not saying what form it is. They don't. This isn't going to be like Takis. It's going to be like something else, right? Okay. So it's it's a corn chip, but it's going to look different than Takis or Doritos is the way it sounds. Of course, the new Dynamite yeah, chips. Like, yeah, corn Doritos, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, of course, the new Dynamite chips are all spicy. Though they range in heat levels, as shown by the dynamite meter on the bag. The hot honey mustard dynamite sticks, which have a tangy mustard and hot honey flavor, are the mildest. Followed by a three-way tie for the chili limon, the tangy fiery limon dynamite sticks, uh, which are essentially the chili limon dynamite Doritos in stick form, in the smoky chili queso dynamita sticks at a medium heat. Finally, the hottest flavor is the flaming hot queso dynamita sticks. Now that sounds like it's worth a try too, doesn't it? Yeah, that does. Yeah, hot queso, flaming hot. All of them. Yeah, all of them sound fantastic, and I will get to them. Which is yeah, marketed as um, the uh, flaming hot queso dynamita sticks which is marketed as being extra cheesy, extra crunchy, and extra hot. Doritos' new Dynamite chips are on shelves now at retailers nationwide, while they're available in both 4 ounce, 249, and 10 and 3 quarters ounce at 5.99 for per sizes. So it's not any, it doesn't sound like they're any higher than traditional Doritos. All right. Yeah, they're about the same price. So, Rob, you piqued my interest there a minute ago. You said UFOs. Okay, well, guess what? Guess what? What? I'm going to keep piquing your interest because I'm looking at our time here. Okay. I have something else I need to go into. Okay. We'll get into UFOs our next episode. 
which might be in a few minutes. We don't know. Go ahead. I'm planning on it. Okay. In but a few minutes. something I have to get to for tonight. Okay. I promised one and I, I got to get to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hillbilly wisdom, brother. Yay. Hillbilly wisdom. Are you ready? I'm ready. If you find yourself in a hole, the first thing to do is stop digging. <laughs> Bravo. Very good point. Very good point. And that yep. goes to any aspect of life. <laughs> um, it shouldn't be that profound, but it is. Right? Right. Right. It, it speaks for itself. <laughs> I love um, it. Next. Sometimes you get, sometimes you get got. Yep. Another plain and simple one. Well, they're all true. Yeah, they're all true. Sometimes you get, sometimes you get got. Um, it's what I like to call canned wisdom. Is wisdom everybody exactly. should have? But sometimes you've got to open up a can of it to make people like, look, you know what I mean? If that makes sense at all, right. or is that just my own deranged mind looking at it like that? I don't know. Go ahead. Well, in other words, what they're saying is sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is true. Okay, next. The biggest troublemaker you'll ever have to deal with watches you from the mirror every morning. <laughs> yep. Amen to that one. You know, um, so true, because most of the stuff that I hear people bitching about and stuff, I'm thinking, wait a minute. You subjected yourself to this. You made yeah. it happen. And now you're crying about it? Yeah. Exactly. Very true. Exactly. Okay, next. Always drink upstream from the herd. <laughs> I think that is probably the best advice of all. Mm-hmm. True. Do we even need to say why? No. <laughs> I think anybody with any amount of intelligence at all gets what it means. If it ain't horse or cattle, yeah. If you don't get what that means, um, you really need to study up, I guess. I don't know. Anyhow. You need to move upstream. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. Don't be drinking other people's okay. piss. Alright, yeah. Yeah, but it's more than that, but anyhow, go ahead. Okay, last one for this episode. Okay. Good judgment comes from experience. And most of that comes from bad judgment. <laughs> yep. So true. So true. Very true. 
And I think our listeners would even agree. I think I think that every one of those hillbilly uh, hillbilly wisdoms are spot on. I love that segment, Rob. I wish you could find which, more of it. By them. the way, which by the way, there's only one more segment. Ah. That's all I have. Well, maybe you can go back into old West hygiene or something. I don't know. Which is a great segment well, too. Find something different. Yeah, you always do, Rob. So. All right, we're going to go ahead and say bye on this podcast, and we'll see you on the next one here real quick. Only you'll hear it a couple of days later. later. everybody. All right, bye. Hey, where'd everybody go? We're the douchebags. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Man, that smells.